Golf is a four-letter word. Ah, oh, fuck. This is the Water Hazard Podcast. Welcome back. Episode 5 of the Water Hazard Podcast. I am Gary Lay. Along with me is Max and PJ. Before we get into today's episode, I want to thank Jay Trainer Band. Jay Trainer Band, the uh, cover song of our theme music, cover of A Great Lie. You can go to jaytrainerband.com, download their full album. Boys, we had a deep field, a world golf challenge, no cut, kind of a runaway score. Colin Morikawa doesn't give it away. Max, the initial takeaways from the uh, work day. Yeah, it was sweet. Um, I think it was a good tournament. Uh, I had all the you know, studs up there at the top. You had Morikawa. Brooks, Rory, um, Hovland, Reed, a lot of good players in the mix. And I thought the concession was, was solid. Um, you know, for first time, uh, first time, uh, course, you know, tournament, um, I thought it was really cool. Like there were big numbers in play. There mm-hmm. were low scores in play. Um, it kind of seemed like it was fair in the sense where like, if you played good, you could score. If you played bad, you got ejected. <laughs> Exactly. And I mean, it's interesting too, because you saw some of the higher level guys like a Dustin Johnson, he went out and had pretty awful days. Um, it was uh, DeChambeau came out, had a bad, bad first round. Yeah. I wanted to ask you this question about the course in itself. So the course presents itself pretty well the first time. How long do you think it takes for them to get a second opportunity? I think that's a, that's a great question. Um, I, I guess it would probably come down to, I don't know what sort of like contractual obligations exist with, um, uh, you know, the, the original course, which is in Mexico city. Right. Um, they may, this may have just, you know, truly been a temporary thing due to COVID and it may be once we're sort of back in action, they go back there, by the way, I think that's a great course too. I love watching the tournament mm-hmm. there. So I'm not like I would be upset. Um, but I, I think based on the reactions I've seen, I think most people thought the concession was really solid mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe if it's not back in, a WGC tournament. Maybe there's other tournaments out there. I've yeah, seen. Maybe we can I, take I, one I, of the Texas tournaments away because some of the Texas tournaments, let's be honest, are a little bit of a snooze fest. Oh, big snooze fest. I'm not a. I'm not a big Texas guy. I mean, TP uh, San TPC San Antonio is fun because the 18th in the water, but like, I mean, the rest. I don't need all other stuff. Yeah, the the match plays solid there um, in Austin, but I, I'm with you. I generally sort of. Those are my least favorite courses and tournaments of the year. When, when you get past the players, I'm, uh, well, I guess I should say between the Masters and I guess now would be, is it the PGA that comes before the U.S. Open now? Because I know yep. they redid the schedule. That When it used to be the Masters into the U.S. Open, you would hit a little bit of a lull there, and it was almost just like waiting to get to the U.S. Open. Yeah, you now you, it's not as much because it's kind of it, they compacted it a little bit and made it a little bit better. But there's still a couple of tournaments that can be skipped over. But I would I would be very interested to see them go back to the concession. I I'm intrigued. I like I would like to see more of the course. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I'm a fan. I, I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, and if they can get back there in some, you know, some way, I think that's positive. I, I saw a headline about the European tour, weirdly mm-hmm. enough, potentially coming to florida for some tournaments i don't know what that was about but be the anti-european tour i mean i don't hate the idea of it i know and they're sort of the euro tour is really at this point just like a global tour you know they play all over the place these days right who knows 
and there's those commitments too because some guys will like skip tournaments like let's say Pebble and they go play in that Saudi Open and what's it called the Bone Saw or something like that and they make a ton of money to be over yeah. there just an appearance so yeah I mean European tour trying to take away from great American golf although everyone loves the Open Championship <laughs> um, so let's talk about our let's talk about our winner Colin Morikawa um, it just seemed like he just didn't want to miss he had he shot low 64 he tied for the low round 64 on friday he shoots 70 in round one 64 round two 67 round three 69 round four so it's almost like he went into the weekend and just played not to lose it seemed more or less right uh i don't know you know it's it's he on saturday i mean on saturday he opened up a pretty big lead i forget exactly how many shots and then he actually like he bogeyed both par fives on the back nine i think on saturday he came back a little bit and then um, yeah, he had two know, bogeys on the back nine on Saturday. You're right. It was well, kind of like, but listen um, to this, Max. I mean, his his Saturday round first in the first nine, he par par birdie bogey birdie 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 yeah. birdie. So that's five birdies in a row. He just rattles off. It was nuts. Yeah, it was it was a crazy round. And it was just like it, it almost felt like if he was in the fairway, he was going to hit that little fade. He was going to be right there, and he was going to have a putt to make birdie. It was. It was consistent golf. I would say it, it more than anything. He's he's an extremely consistent golfer. He's he's. I think at this point, um, probably, if not the best iron player on tour, you know, in the conversation with you know Justin Thomas and and some of those guys, he's he is a top five ball striker on tour. It's mm-hmm. been his putting that sort of keeps him back. And, and just to sort of highlight that the week prior, so the Genesis at Riviera, he lost 1.89 strokes gained on the green. Um, and then this week he gained 0.99. So almost a stroke gained on the green. So almost a three stroke difference just on the greens week to week. If he's, if he's going to gain strokes on the greens, he's going to be a monster because he hits the ball too good. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, it, this one's a kind of a weird tournament to take away from because it—I know there was a lot of contention, but it just seemed like Morikawa had it and wasn't going to give it away on Sunday. Now, Hovland came, had made himself a nice little push, and we'll talk mm-hmm. about him in a second. But I want to talk kind of a disappointing Saturday and Sunday rounds out of Brooks. Yeah, it just seemed like he could never get it going, and I know Faldo was really on him, or maybe it wasn't Faldo. I don't think he was on the call this week, but they were really on him on the things so, like he just can't get it going. Well. On Saturday, they were saying he had some sort of neck problem. Like he he got he he started bogey bogey on Saturday, and he kind of, you know, whatever he's he's Brooks, so he's gonna hang in there. And he, you know, eventually shot, you know, whatever a, a decent round, nothing crazy. I think he was two under on Saturday, and it just kept him above water. Um, but yeah, he basically, you know, he shoots 67, 66, and then seventy seventy on the weekend, and just not going to get it done you know um and he look he still finishes t2 and it's a great tournament and right he's, but he's one of those guys where it, it almost feels like it with if he's within three on sunday he has a real shot and he yeah. did have a real shot i mean let's let's be fair i mean he finished um i can't know he i mean he finished three strokes off the lead but it just felt like Morikawa was never really going to give it away and that's why like the sunday in the end like it, it wasn't as uh yeah, I mean, it obviously wasn't as intriguing as Riviera, where you go to playoff holes, and then 
the week before you go back to Pebble. I mean, Berger with an Berger's like what the third group to, to finish and the third group out, and he was he drills an eagle to close it. So yeah. like it just wasn't there wasn't as much quote there, unquote drama around the finish this week. No, there there was a moment on the second hole, Morikawa missed the green and he kind of flubbed his chip mm-hmm. and it kind of almost came back to him. And at that point, Rory had just birdied the third hole to get to 12 under um, uh, Hovland had bur- started birdie birdie. So some of the guys chasing made a couple of birdies coming and Hovland is basically needing to get up and down for bogey on two. And you're sort of like, okay, you're, you know, and then he hits a, you know, a decent chip, makes a nice putt makes a, a good bogey. And then birdies the third hole gets it right back. And kind of after that, that was really the only moment where you were sort of like okay this is getting interesting he he kind of just you know got it back together and never really looked back and no one was you know got particularly close um yeah i'm kind of with you it was sort of yeah not as exciting as some of the previous weeks he didn't really give anything away and no one really came and took it yeah and that's that's some. I mean, that's you're gonna get that every once in a while. Sometimes you're gonna get a tournament where a guy runs away with it, and it wasn't so much a runaway. It was just more or less him refusing to give it up. Talking about Victor Hovland because mm-hmm. he was kind of he was a huge bright spot this weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, not for nothing. If he doesn't make hashtag no eights, if he doesn't make an eight mm-hmm. um, on his last hole on Friday, uh, <laughs> he wins the tournament by one shot. I mean, he broke the cardinal rule. And I mean, he paid the price. He really did. He cost himself a couple hundred thousand dollars. I mean, I think Morikawa walked away with what one point three million dollars, and no, one point eight. One point eight. So, put it this way: if Hovland would have listened to this podcast mm. and you know took our advice, which I think is pretty good, and and not made an eight, don't make eight. He he wins the tournament, so notches the biggest win of his career, and another mill on top of the seven eighty three. Okay, he he made so. I love that we're just sitting you know. here luxury, uh, lecturing professional <laughs> golfers on making eights. When me and you return to the course this week, and I guarantee there'll be an eight on my scorecard. It's just it's 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 a it's a golden rule for a reason, Gary. It, it really is, and it doesn't only afflict us, you know, amateurs. In, in the pros too, you just can't make eights. Can't make you can't eights. Do it. You can't do stupid shit on the golf course. You're gonna have to post eights. that though. If you guys get an eight when you guys go golfing, you can't keep. Uh, that. Let me tell you something. The third <laughs> hole at Medford Lakes Country Club has eight written all over it for me. I've done <laughs> it. I can't. I can't beat that hole. I made an eight there. You have to. Let me if tell it makes you, you guys feel any better. Eight's like my average per hole. It's fair. I mean, it makes me feel a little bit better, Peach. Um, what other storylines we have to take away from uh, the concession this week? I mean, Patty Ladd, I'm giving Patrick Reed now his own nickname called Patty Ladd just because he stuck around. I thought he was going to win the tournament on Friday. Dude, I it was getting ugly. And, like, I'm at the point now where I'm just probably betting him to win every week just so I can live with myself if he wins. He's so good. He's He's really very good. Like, frustratingly good. Frustratingly good. But, like he he tops that i think it was friday he tops his second shot on the par five into a fairway bunker then hits an absolutely outrageous <laughs> approach shot from the fairway bunker makes birdie like get this guy out of here and, uh, uh let's not forget to shout out maddie wolf uh you know what do you shoot 87 
round one? 80, smooth 83. It's smooth 83. Okay. So okay, withdrawals, what? there could be an injury, but. There's something going on there. He withdrew from a tournament a couple of weeks ago with like hand, citing hand injuries. I've seen someone else tweet that they think he was having like blister issues. I don't know if, mm. if he thinks the he's a pitcher now. Blister issue. I don't, I don't know how much truth there is to any of this, but he is playing so bad that I believe there has to be something going on. Yeah. Gary, what about your guy, uh, Cam Smith? He was in the top five. I mean, the dirt dog. I mean, come on. That mean that Saturday round, I was, I was peeing myself. I was surprised. I was 77 on Saturday. I'm like, what are we doing here? Surprised I wasn't headline number one. Well, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and flaunt that I'm a gambling savant in front of everybody, but (laughs) we'll get there. We'll get, but you what you also didn't realize was that it on Sunday it was basically between him and Jason Day to be Law oh, yeah. Australian. And as I soon know. as I knew that was happening, I knew it was over for me. It was a win-win for me. So did I? Did I tell you why the win just felt so good? When I put my bets in, Max, I didn't realize I parlayed them. <sighs> I accidentally parlayed Stop. them, and I wound up getting a Mondo payout. So, oh my God, your boys flushed. There was a joke going around. I'm getting new irons. I'm not getting new irons. It's just a joke. But you know what, PJ? It's, it's, we just got to ride this out. The man's hot. Yeah, he's, I don't he's, think he's I've got ever the hot touch right now. Some would say if he did them individually, they wouldn't have all hit. It was just the luck of the parlay that just came through. Hey, we just got to win. Tough. True. Um, he's hot right now. We got to yeah. ride it out. Ever since I uh, Metro Lakes Country Club on four, I had those ping I-500s for one day. I just drilled that seven iron. All I've ever wanted was those I-500 backs, but couldn't hit them, uh, except for that one time on the fourth <laughs> hole. Um, <laughs> um, uh, I, I think worth noting Rory McIlroy had a real nice week. I think he you know, was coming off a pretty ugly missed cut at Riviera. Yeah. And Let just- me tell you something. He's starting to get shades of frustration from me. Win a tournament. Yes, he is defending yes. at, at the players, though. Correct? Uh, technically, because they didn't play last year. Yeah. So, I come on, show me something, Rory. He seems like he's like I would officially say trending. Like he gained strokes across the board. I think you know one of the issues with him has certainly been his approach play. His approach play was a lot better this week than it was last week. He he's been putting playing new shafts in his irons. You mm-hmm. know. I feel like with, especially with the big players, like the Rory's and, and, and big names, like they want to peak around major time around big tournament time. And he feels yeah. like he's slowly bubbling his way up to like the players and then the masters. Well, this is, I mean, it's going to come back to like, is this the year Rory finally gets his green jacket? So well, uh, here's what I think. We'll see. I mean, this guy fell apart. What was the one year? He fell apart one year with a lead, right? Or was that Jordan mm-hmm. Spieth who fell apart? No, it was more, it was Matt. They Roy, both right? did. Yeah. Rory did it early. He he was young and he fell apart on the back nine. Then he won. Uh, I think he won the U.S. Open right after by like a million shots. <laughs> it's the Rory McIlroy uh, being a pro timeline's fun because Max and I we've known each other what for now about ten years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like he wasn't even sponsored by Nike when we first started watching golf together. I always think that's funny. Oh man, I mean, if you look at if you look at pictures of young Rory, it's pretty yeah. funny. He he was tough looking. He, so I mean, Cam Smith, the dirt dog, he's the bulldog. Cause I think he still uses the bulldog as his uh, head cover. Uh, um, 
all the other places around golf. Um, I know Max wants to shout, shout out Annika. Just first tournament since 2018 makes the cut at 50. Good for her in the LPGA. Do you have Absolutely. Any on Annika? So uh, two, two, not 2018, 2008. 2008. First, I'm sorry, I read that wrong. First tournament in 13 years, she makes the cut. I mean, she's 50 years old. That's very legit. Look, she's the goat for the, for a reason. Right. Yeah. And uh, you know, pretty cool. Like like a lot of the other players um rocking the the the, the red and black the red, on sunday yeah. um so that was really cool to see but you know just sometimes you just gotta shout out you know she didn't win but her making the cut was pretty cool give the lpga their their shine for their moment um with the great transition max the red and the black the red and the black was sweet some guys couldn't get the red shirt don't cancel people for not getting a red shirt i think Ridiculous. guys were writing like tw on their hat they put it on their ball like no, they, I mean, there was... listen, there's, there's things called contracts and sponsorships, guys. Not everything's bigger than what you said you're going to do. Yeah. And let me tell you something. There's another thing called logistics. Ever seen a, a UPS commercial? You know? Yeah. Poor, poor Colin Marikawa's red shirt got stuck in Memphis, apparently. Now, here's a question for you. They're in Florida. Florida, not paying attention to the pandemic. You're going to tell me there's not like a golf galaxy within a 30-mile drive that someone could just be like, hey, Go buy all the red Nike shirts you can get. Well, I think everyone was saying that, but I think I think your original point is right, which is they have they literally have like contractual obligations for yes. sponsors. Like, I, I guess you would have to somehow get your like sponsored logo and steam it onto. Yeah, I mean, I know it's it's, it's tough to do. That, Maybe though. that. Uh, I mean, listen, Florida, I'm guessing if they could do it, they would have done it. Florida can do whatever they want. I, I God knows what's going on down there. Sure. And then lastly, shouts out to the guy who won the Puerto Rico Open, Max. What's his name? Brandon Grace. Congratulations, Brandon Grace. You won a fake tournament. Um, However. <laughs> hey, by the way, still Tony Finau's only win. That's, yeah, exactly. It's a Fugazi win. Um, Brandon Grace, though, we talked about this before. His dad passed away not I, too I long ago. Recently from COVID, not too long ago, yeah. Right. Let's not make light of a situation. No. But, hey. I told you this, if you're going to bet and a tragedy strikes, I would, I'd rather be on the betting end of the tragedy. That's what I'm saying. I would, I would bet that guy. By the way, Brandon Grace shot uh, 63 at the open championship. Not too long ago at Burkdale when Jordan Spieth went, he's, he's a player. He's just, well, I think it's also a big deal for him because now he has a two-year exemption, right? Yeah. This is a big one. He's been like out of the picture for a while, but he's, he was, a couple of years ago, he was a very legit major contender. Like, yeah, he, he's got a beautiful swing too. If you happen to watch him, got to be honest with you, I was really hoping my boy, the Golden Visor, could pull out a win because I'm I'm getting nervous for his tour card. <laughs> but um, we'll see how that goes. All right, so let's look forward to this week. Um, Bay Hill, uh, the Arnold Arnold Palmer Invitational. Um, what's the official name of this tournament, Max? Uh, I think it's the Arnold Palmer Invitational presented by MasterCard. Okay, by MasterCard. I wanted to make sure MasterCard got their payment, Absolutely. even though they haven't sent us a dollar. Um, I do have a MasterCard. I kind of enjoy it over Visa, but that's neither here nor there. Let's talk a little bit about Bay Hill. Max, what's the uh, what's the general play of Bay Hill? How is it received? Um, well, Bay Hill is great. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a beautiful golf course, lots of water. Um, in recent years, it's been it's played very tough last year. Um, only four under. Oh yeah. It was, I remember watching it was brutal. It was windy. It was, there was only a couple guys under par. Like it was, it was fun to watch. Um, but I think, um, you know, 
over, I think, unfortunately, Arnold Palmer has fallen victim to some scheduling changes. Um, yes. This used to be like a marquee field. I mean, Tiger Woods owned this tournament. You had all the mm-hmm. big players playing. More recently, it's just, I feel like it just found its way into like a less than ideal spot on the calendar. And you got, you know, you have the WGC this past week, which they all play. And then you've got the players coming up. The fifth and major. so it's it's just sandwiched between two big tournaments plus remember the genesis two weeks ago was a big tournament that a lot of the guys play so like and if we're being really fair we're not too far away from the masters so like you just it sits in a weird spot you're just not going to get you know the top players playing three or four weeks in a row and then going into the players it's just not going to happen so i think unfortunately that's the case but what I, you know, the trend that has arisen at this tournament is the internationals tend to do yes. well here. Um, Euros dominate of, this tournament. A lot of them live in Florida. A lot of them live in Orlando. Um, Why wouldn't that's sort of their like American base? Well, um, I mean, if you're going to be a so, Euro living in Orlando, it makes a lot of sense because you always go to get go to Epcot just to get a taste of home. But <laughs> you know, it's my <laughs> Disney joke of the day. If anyone got it, PJ, what do you got? I know you want to say something. Um, I was about to say, you said the Euros dominate this tourney. Uh, the past five winners, I believe, have all been European. Tyro Haddon's English, Franz Camilleri. Don't tell me. I'm just going to guess. Argentinian. No, and that would also not be European. Anyway. Argentina, famously in South America. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Roy McIlroy, obviously. Uh, Bleisman, I think, is from Australian Day. So that, is a, that is a famous... Yeah. So I mean, Pete, it was a, this is a golf podcast, not a DI like everyone. The, uh, yeah, we talk Temple about University. this all the time. We here? talk about this all the time at Waterboys. PJ does a great job of putting research into things, but it always seems like there's just always one major omission of a fact. And we're like, Pete, how'd you miss that? He goes, Yeah, that's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> and saying Argentina's in the in the in Europe is that's a pretty just, big. Like, I, I said the sentence. I was like, oh, let me guess. I was just, but I, I mean, listen, interesting. Mine I thought there was a no-brainer. You were gonna say Italy. Yeah, <laughs> ARI. You said Molinari, I I'm like, he's gonna say Italy. Yeah, I guess I was right. But Leisman and Day are. It was uh, wrong anyway because they're from Australia, correct? Yeah. By well, the way, you know. it's 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 Leishman. Yeah, it's Leishman. Leishman. We've talked about this. We also talked about Leishman. Well, while we're on the subject, he's from okay. Philly. Like he, we're still calling Alshon Jeffrey, Alshon Jeffries. So. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, but the last one, Tyrehan was a minus four. That's pretty. You said tough course. That's pretty low. The other two are minus twelve, minus eighteen, minus eleven, and minus seventeen. So it does. It varies. Well, it last varies. year I think there was a lot of weather. I think that was kind of the play last year. Last year was 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 windy. Um, Can't but, hate clown golf every once in a while though. Um, but yeah, look at this bit mostly since 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 the Tiger since Tiger Woods. Uh, handed the the crown over to Matt Every for two years. This okay. has been a uh, really an international affair, um, and so I think you'll you're, you 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 know you'll see that in the field. There's a lot of internationals in the field um, this week as well, and and I think a lot of that has to do with you know again they 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 spend a lot of time in Orlando. This is when a lot I think a lot of them come over this time of year. They don't tend to play L.A. or california as much um and that's mainly because of the travel i was reading they're not like big travel guys so that's that's look certainly one aspect and then you know as far as everything else you've got bermuda 
greens, you know, or Bermuda grass, but, but, you know, they'll be putting in Bermuda grass greens, um, like which it is. I mean, there's, there's players that play well on certain grasses and, and Bermuda is one of them where some guys just play well in Florida on Bermuda. Some guys don't. And some guys play well on Poe in California. And some guys don't, it's, it's, it's an interesting sort of quirk, but I think if you played, if you go down to Florida and you play, you can see, you can see the difference. It's, 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 it's it really well, does make a difference once you're on, wouldn't know on we the got grass, our, our so. Florida golf trip got canceled last year. All right. So um, we have anything left on the course. We want to talk about the course of the field. Anybody? Yeah. Let's, let's just get into to a couple of sort of okay. things, stats that we like and, 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 and things we're looking at, and then we can get into some players and, and I, I can the rest give of a it. couple um, stats. If you, yeah, go for it, BJ. Yeah. So the part threes, just a little interesting tidbits for anyone wanting like a little stack. I like I am part threes are average of 215 yards in length. Mark Leishman. Uh, mm-hmm. And I go with Matthew Fitzpatrick, mm-hmm. or they're the top players in the holes that people that people would know about in the past 36 rounds. Um, and strokes gained on this course, Bryson DeChambeau and Matthew Fitzpatrick have the most strokes gained over the past five years, right? For potential betters. And over the last um, two years, only five people have top 20 finishes in both of them. Sung, Sung J.M., Keith Mitchell, Roy McIlroy, Matthew Fitzpatrick, and Jason Kograk. So it seems like, I mean, that's not a lot of people each time, which means that the courses, as you can say, it's tough, and which makes it that the good golfers, you got to have your A game each time, I'd say. That's what I'm taking away from it. Yeah, and I think, you know, another piece uh, to this is, um, you know, some uh, variety in, in type of player, right? Like, um, Leishman and Fitzpatrick and, and DeChambeau are very different players at this point, and, you know, with McElroy as, as well, you know? Um, so I think that's always good. And that's always interesting when you get a good mix and actually just going back to the, to the, to the concession for a quick second, I think that was also a big takeaway. There was the diversity on the leaderboard, which I think everyone really enjoyed, but I don't want to backtrack too much, but I think actually say Bay Hill that. and, and the concession are going to have some halfway decent comps to each other. If we really think about it, I think you're going to see some similar yep. trends on both courses. We also get to have a ton of fun this week. Uh, it's the par five around water. Mm-hmm. Bryson DeChambeau is talking about driving the green and I'm a hundred percent here for it. I, I want it to be yes. like tin cup where he's going for it every single day. Well, uh, John Daly made an 18 on that hole once. Cause he just refused to not go for it. I actually, <laughs> it's possible he like, he legitimately just tin cupped it. Like he just kept putting it in the water and he just kept taking the same line and he just kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it. And yeah, you have you to finally respect get that. It, I mean, come on. You just got to respect that. You got to respect it. Um, the world drive champion. I don't know what his name is. They, there was a video. I think Goff Jigest put it out. It's like 387 yards and he flew the green. So it's doable. I just don't know if Bryson's, I mean, if Bryson does it in competition, that's it's almost cheating, right? If he is out of it, let's say he's out of it on Saturday or Sunday, I wouldn't be shocked. If he's, he, I, I can't imagine he's going to do it Friday or Thursday or Friday. It's, it's now what just, if he what if he has a really good posted number through five? Is it the six hole that we're talking here? Is that yeah, correct? Yes. Yeah. So what if he's like three under through five? I mean, if he okay, so if he puts it in the water in the line, he's going to take if he 
takes it, doesn't make it. He's reteeing. And then he's hitting. So he's hitting three. Three. Let's say he makes birdie on a second ball. He could still make bogey. It's not a, you know, it, it's not a total disaster if he tries once and doesn't make it. I would say depending on how he plays the first five. Actually, no. I think it would be how he plays the first five on Friday and what his round looked like on Thursday. We might have a chance for him to go for it Friday. I wonder. You yeah. would have to be towards the top of the board for it with the, with a pretty good hope of making the cut. The other piece is how difficult the shot is. Like, let's say he goes for it and he makes it. Mm-hmm. He's, he's Ball's probably not going to stay on the green. Probably going to go over the green. If Absolutely. Anything, right? Yeah. I mean, when the long drive guy was hitting it, it literally would it would hit and run right off. Yeah. What's the shot like from there? I, would, I look, think you're playing with a bunker, too. There's a bunker back there. How bad could it be, right? Even if you hit a shitty bunker shot, you know, I mean, it's whatever. A par you five and you're, if you're par five and you're in the bunker, it's like, all right, all I got to do is get up and down. I'm going to get a birdie here. Oh, actually, no, you're up and down for eagle. No, you're up and he, down for eagle. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, like, I mean... Yeah, right. If he can if he can do it, it would behoove him to do it. And then it's going to be hilarious because we're going to have the golf people out there being like, I can't believe you disrespected the game by trying to drive the green on a par five. I mean, like, I, I'm going to think it's awesome. No, it's, it's definitely going to be awesome. I mean, people were all bent out of shape at Pebble Beach when they weren't when they were going out where the stands would normally be on six over the cliff. I'm like, get over it, guys. The stands aren't there. Sorry. Play the course as it is. Yeah, no. This will be sweet. I'm interested. Uh, uh, my interest is definitely peaked on that one. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all in. I mean, chicks take the long fall. I do not love Bryson, but this would be sweet. I mean, Bryson and I don't care what anyone says. Bryson and Patrick Reed, good for the game. Not yes. so much the game, but more so Bryson good for the Reed. rooting. <laughs> yeah. All right, I want to read off. I have three picks here from our friends over at Driving the Green. Driving the Green. You can find them on Twitter at Driving the Green. So drop the G in Driving. Um, but he, uh, he has a nice little uh, website where he puts out some picks and I've been reading them. I want to follow him. So I want to shout him out driving the green at driving the green on Twitter. Here's just three picks this week. He likes uh, Paul Casey, 28 to one. His note on it is euros have dominated this tournament. We've talked about that. His next one is Sam Burns, 45 to one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's playing really well. He's, and he's out here to try and prove that he belongs. A lot of people like Sam Burns this week. A lot mm-hmm. of people like Sam Burns. And then here's one that I thought was really, thought was really interesting. This was his probably most um, in-depth breakdown that he sent me. Brendan Todd, top 10, plus 1,600s. Wow. And his, uh, his breakdown is the greens will be quick, and BT is one of the best putters on tour. Played well here last year. So I like that. I mean, Brendan Todd, I that's like a deep that. pull. That's a deep track. In fact – I'm not going to take it, but I have considered putting, I, ha- I considered taking it away and letting him make a, like a celebrity pick for me this week, but I'm too hot to make. Not no, take no, no, no. So, so he's got two outrights and a top 10. Yeah. He gave me two outrights and a top 10. So those are, it's a 45 to one on, on Sam Burns and 28 to one on Paul Casey. I like um, Paul, Ca- Paul Casey will be yeah, mentioned. Paul Casey's again. solid. How many bets do you think he's actually throwing? Like I wonder how many bets are you people talking about driving play. the green? You are you questioning driving the green? No, I'm I'm asking how many bets do you think he's actually throwing? Like if he has just those three, like those two were long shots. I'm just like as a I don't bet on golf like 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 that. I feel like when I actual know, Peach, golfer, maybe you got to read his blog tomorrow when it comes out. All right, all right, all right. He's out here giving you picks. Don't be hating on people giving picks. I just did not. I you know no, what? I'm we, going. Fi- we I'm welcome. Going f- we love I'm, it. I'm going 15 to 20. That's how many he actually places well, let's be let's 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 address the elephant in the room pj's a you know a producer of a golf podcast and admitted before we started didn't watch a second of the work day 
I was at the mountains. He's like, yeah, sorry, boys. Didn't watch a second, yep. which I, I respect you saying it right at the beginning. So it's I, I was monitoring on my phone. Fun. Just not, we had no TV. I don't think they had cable up there. Okay. Uh, they don't have cable in the mountains. All right. Uh, not this mountain. That's fine. <laughs> Does anyone have a lot any like interesting plays before we get to the three man scramble? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, I want to throw some names out that, well, so I think we should quickly talk about some of the guys that PJ mentioned. I think, um, I think Leishman, um, or Leishman, as PJ likes to say, Leisman, 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 Leishman and, and Fitzpatrick are, I think, really interesting names. I mean, Fitzpatrick has course history, plus he's been playing well. He's got stuff going on. Plus he's a Euro. He kind of checks off a bunch of boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Leishman is at like a really nice number. Um, I'm seeing him at plus 5,000 to win. Um, and I think, you know, sort of the top five, top 10, top 20s follow through with some nice numbers. Um, I think Will Zalatoris is interesting here. Ball striking extraordinaire Will. Um I like him. I I like Fleetwood, but I always like Fleetwood, but I especially like Fleetwood in Florida. Yeah. Um except I for last week. Last week he stunk and got beaten by every other person from England not over the age of 45. Um Burns, yup, Coke Rack, we like. It's oh, my boy. Um my I might uh, I don't know. But I might go back to the Sung J M well, although he I was screwed me. Um, I like him in Florida. I like him on a ball striking track. Um, Reed, you know, what can you say? Patty he, lad. You got to show him some love. And I, I, th- I think Hatton is interesting because mm-hmm. Hatton sort of, you know, checks off again all the boxes. Um, especially from a statistical standpoint it for me i always have trouble picking the defending champ because i just it's tough to win back to back now you know whether or not he can top 10 top 5 top 20 is certainly out there but the number you know the odds are not amazing i don't love the numbers for those so hatton's an interesting one but i think you know he's getting a lot of love and probably rightfully so okay so with that being said, let's transition over to the three-man scramble presented by PointsBet. It's our betting game. Go to promo, use promo code WaterBoys at sign up at PointsBet. You can download the app or go to www.pointsbet.com. $250 match in New Jersey, Michigan, and Indiana. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Boys, I don't want to say um, it was a historic turnaround, but I would say it was a biblical turnaround. I mean, I think I went from like what negative twenty eight to plus thirty something. You had by far the best week out of any of us. Um, yeah. Listen, I don't want to wind up sitting here topping the picks because I could easily go over three this week. But it was look, it was what can we say? It was a. I was feeling real good on Friday. I got real nervous on Saturday when the dirt dog was out yeah, there. I was playing in the dirt, and then he dogs out on Sunday. So just five under on Sunday. Played yeah. a great round. Yeah, I mean, I was I thought he was going to win. I thought. I legitimately thought Patrick Reed was going to win. I knew top 10 was in play the second the Friday round ended. And then the co crack pick, listen, that's just your meat and potato picks right there. That's like, that's like your tight end getting your like 15 points in fantasy. That's, that's what you want. 
I mean, that was a, he had a great look. I think what he finished, he almost he might have finished in the top ten. He had yeah, a great yeah, he general. was up there. I think he was like, yeah, he was either in the top ten or right outside of it. So, um, let's get a quick update on the standings. Uh yes. So, Gary with the with the big move, um, yeah. moves into first place. So he, uh, he will take a thirty eight percent, um return uh also after... let's not forget i donated I, I dedicated my win to tiger woods by the way if you missed that on twitter i, I did dedicate the tiger also pj you, you brought this on yourself by chirping me you're gonna win back to back i said not today it well, was hard no no one has won back to back yet that's what i'm saying so well, if you want to fade gary this might I guess be your boys week. in the driver's seat huh <laughs> well there's one guy on the podcast who hasn't won yet that's correct. <laughs> the one with the most top knowledge. That's correct. You know what, guys? I, I'm just giving you a little bit of a head start. I think this is the week I start to. Yeah. It's going to be the dog down. days where Max starts pulling away. When we get to the Texas swings, Max is going to be like, oh, this match play. These guys don't know what they're doing. <laughs> um, sorry, I cut you off on the standings. No. We all know I'm in first place. No big deal. Trending up. PJ, what was P- I know PJ is in second. What's his percentage return? 10%. So he's still, he's still trending making down. money. But uh, yep, not an amazing week. Uh, Bryson couldn't couldn't top twenty for him, which uh, you know we thought that was PJ's lock of the week. Tied tied uh, for twenty twenty. He went tied for twenty second, right? He was one stroke off. Yep. You had to be feeling so good after that Sunday round, to Saturday. Uh, damn it! Let well, me try him, again on the third date, the Friday round. Him and Justin Thomas started really slow, and I was like, oh, that's it. It's a wash. And then they both made a ridiculously really good. Saturday, no, Friday, Saturday run. Mm-hmm. And then they just didn't. I mean, I think, I think Justin Thomas was at one point like 12th or like he was like right oh, there. He was, he was like right there. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, you gotta be kidding me. And then DeShambo, I believe, was actually, I think he was like 16th at one point. I think DeShambo was in the top 20 going in. And I'll tell you I actually kind of like DeShambo to win last week. Didn't happen though. Just didn't, just uh, Cookie didn't know, crumble that way. Well, look, uh, just to sort of close the loop on my beautiful performance, I am at a minus 20%. So I'm but still you, losing you. You trended up this week, right? I did. I, I got Brooks on the top 10, which was, which I needed badly. Um, again, I, I don't understand why Sung JM could not pull a top 20. But then again, I guess if Bryson couldn't do it, why should Sung JM be able to, to do it? He three putted from about. 10 feet twice on the back nine on Sunday. He had a night. He was three under through I think 12 holes with two par fives left to play three putted 13 from nine feet for bogey and hit, hit one in on, I think it was 15 to like 11 feet, three putted that and shot uh, ended up even par for the day in T28. It was terrific. Well, if we're all being fair too, Max, I mean, you're the only guy who hasn't won a week, but you're also the only guy. Who, well, you're you're the guy who hates on the super system. So mm. I'm getting I'm I'm sort of unfortunately getting closer and closer to, <laughs> to adapting to the super system. I mean, I'm going to have to because I have to start. Yeah, chip I, away. I got to start chipping away here and get back into this. This is this is not a good start and I can't. I can't let you guys get too far ahead. Otherwise you're going to just continue to super system me to death. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to get, you don't want to be in this spot where I'm Maury Cowell with a three shot lead and I'm just putting in six feet and making putts. Correct. All right. So let's get going. Let's I'll make my first pick. It's going to be me 
it'll be hold on a second. No, you you technically finished second this week though, right, Max? Yeah, it's yeah. gonna go so Gary it'll be Max, Max and then PJ is you'll get the swing. Question is 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 driving the green now part of this season long? Um he's gonna he's he's just he gonna just... send us some picks when he wants to send us some picks. All right, cool. I just I like let me tell you something. I just I like this, I like this write-ups, and I was like, hey man, let me let me plug you on the pod. Absolutely. Love All right. It. Here's my first pick. And I I want to thank uh, Driving the Green for bringing this to my attention. I like Paul Casey, top 10, plus mm-hmm. 255. It's a Euro course. He's playing well. I'll take Paul Casey. I am going to take Mark Leishman, top 30. Leishman. Uh, plus 150 for Leishman on a top 30. That's good value on a top 30. I, look, I, like I said, I'm, I'm – I've – would love to go, you know, with a top 10 or top 20 or something, but I got to, I got to play it safe. I got to, I got to start making some money here. Well, the biggest key of last week really was that Cam Smith was plus 330 to be the top Aussie. Absurd. That was, was... when I saw that, I'm like, that's a, you have to take that. That was a no brainer. PJ, what you got? All right. I got two. So obviously we're going to loop back around. First one is, um, he burned Max last week, so naturally I'm just going to go with him and hopefully he does it my way. Um, Sung JM, top 20, plus 100. I'm Love going it. to the same bet Max did the week before, and I'm feeling it's going to work. I mentioned earlier that um, he is one of five players that was top 20 in the last two years, so he's played well at this course. He's done it the last two years. Can he do it a third? We'll have to see, but I'm going to bank on yes. And my second one is Sam Burns, top 40 plus 100. Um, our golf guy didn't mention that how much he did love Sam Burns. Here's like an interesting statistic by Action Network. According to their model, if you took all the people and all the statistics of their approach off the tee, putting on Bermuda grass and um, lightning, ball striking and shots gained on par five, Sam Burns is the best bang for your buck pick at plus 5,000, right? He's the best bang for your buck pick. And I'm not asking for a win. I'm asking for top 40. So I'm following the model. That's a super system pick. That's a super system pick. All right. And that's your second one, right? Yep. Okay. Max, just a second. Now, here's a question. Okay. Because I I actually have Burns on my list as well. So here's my answer. Generally, I would say if someone used the golfer, regardless of odds, you shouldn't be able to take them. Okay, that's that's fair. Now, I did do well. Obviously, we didn't decide this earlier, but we uh, both had Jason Day, yes, at the AT and T, and he, of course, finished T sixth for for PJ, and then not true. fifth. Yeah. So generally, going for it, we will we'll apply this next week. Next week, we'll no, that's fine. We could do it this week. Okay, fine. Um, I got says so the guy in last place. Yeah, no, I got tons of guys. Who Says the guy not like, taking the mortal sure. lock that I'm taking. Sure. Yeah. No, I was I was going to I was going to Sam Burns. Maybe you should have taken him in the first one. There's no way he was taking Leisman. <laughs> um, okay, uh, I am going to stick with with the Euros, and I am going to go Matthew Fitzpatrick, top okay. ten at. Plus two twenty five. Oh, you robbed PJ. PJ doesn't look happy with that one. That was oh, obviously his last pick. That was literally my last pick. You hate to see. All right, it, all right I gotta find. I gotta watch, find one. Watch now. PJ scramble to find anything. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Here's my official super system pick of the week. Tommy Fleetwood, top forty, minus one twenty five. 
All right. Yeah. You just got to uh, get a winner. That's all you need, boys. You need one winner. And this is where I super system people to get. Listen, I don't like any of the nationality props this week, but if you're red hot on nationalities, you can't walk away from them. So I scurried the entire field and came with my top Scottish player this week at plus 160. Give me Russ Knox as the top Scott this week. Here, okay. Um, Gary, I love what you're doing with the nationalities. That was plus 160. Plus 160. And what's even cooler about what you're doing? I'm actually jealous. I wish I was doing this and having the success that you're doing. You're having. Yeah. I mean, you're just going around the man. world. Yeah. You're going around the world. It's it's not even the same nationality each week. No. Uh, so I, I'll tell it's you what. Stuff. I've been I've been dying to take either a Korean or Asian player, but I'm terrified to mispronounce their name. So <laughs> I saw I saw the legend CT Pan show up, and I really wanted to take him, but not with Sunjay floating around. So. It just had to be Russ Knox spoke to me this week. You know what? You, you come back to Asia next week or the, the week after. Yeah. You'll, you'll figure it out. I might like Sanjay a lot as top Asian at the Masters this year. I don't know. I might like Sanjay uh, right now because it's back to me for my last pick, is it yeah. not? So now. If Jason doesn't take CT Pan, I'm going to have a fit. Nope, not taking CT Pan. Damn you. Oh, no, All I can't. Right. You already took Sanjay. So I, I Sungjae's out. I see, I see, I see, I see. So this is actually an interesting wrinkle. Now I gotta think about this for a second. You want me to give you a top twenty that I had saved in case you guys stole one? I can give you it. Throw a little suggestion at you. Um, man, I don't really. It's plus four hundred. Well, you could throw it out there. I mean, not take it. I mean, I, I, Brendan Todd, top twenty plus four hundred. I was looking at that. It's just such a nice. It's honestly yeah. just such a nice number that it's that's that's what it is. He's putting well. He played there potential. last year. It's it's literally potentially worth it just to. Oh my god, dude! Dude, I, if you take it and it hits, driving the green becomes a legend. Oh, he should. I'm not going to take it. It's his pick. He well, should. he had him winning. He had him winning top. No, he had him top ten. I'll let he. he he's got he, the pick. He in. deserves it. All right, that's pick. fine. Now, my problem is this. Uh-oh. I had a lot of players on my list that you guys just took. So now I'm scum. I'm admittedly, I'm scrambling. I can't believe no one had Tommy Fleetwood on that swing back. What Gary and I aren't telling you, that's the second part of the super system. Yeah. Take Steal all of Max's picks. Steal the picks. A lot of discussion pre pod. <laughs> I'm going to go. All right. Here we go. Are you guys ready for this? I'm going to go top 20. Jason Kokrak, plus one sixty four. It's my boy. You know he's my boy. He's playing real good lately. He really is. That Um, top forty last week was big time. That is a top twenty at one sixty four, and I am in. And I, man, you don't like it. I can tell you don't like it. But it's been done. I do. The best part is Max bets them. I mean, Max and I both do actually bet our picks. PJ famously doesn't. Oh, no. These, these, these are 100% in. Oh, yeah. They're in. PJ, what's your um, last pick? Um, My last pick. So, obviously, Max just took Matthew Fitzpatrick. So, naturally, yeah. I went to the other Matthew. Um, Matthew Naismith. According to this model that I've been mm-hmm. super system model, he is the second best odds to win at his value at plus 11,000. Once again, I'm not asking for plus 11,000. 
I'm going top 30 at plus 320. So that's I'm still going, pretty good odds for a top 30. Yep. I'm going with the super system of action bet. Don't fail me. All right. Let's recap them, boys. I'll go first. They got Paul Casey, top 10, plus 225. Russ Knox, top Scott, plus 160. They got Tommy Fleetwood, the super system pick, top 40, minus 125. Um, top 40. That's Fleetwood. Then Casey. Yeah, look at that. So PJ did not get the international memo. He's got two two Americans. Yeah, he loves his country. Um, we'll see if it we'll see if that plays out. Um, but then again, I've got I, I've Kokrak, but you know, only for top. I, I you know I'm frustrated because I I I kind of wanted to go with Hovland or Hatton, but I I mean you need a top ten out of them to get to get anything. It's just. Uh, I'm not in a position to do that right now. I, I can't. I've got myself in a hole. No, I mean I'm I'm not in love with my picks, but I just know I have a winner with with Tommy Lad top forty. You would hope <laughs> if he's not top forty this week again, I might throw a fit. Um, we got to land this baby. So, PJ, do you have a golf question this week, or do you want me to bring up this? There's hot equipment in the streets that I want to talk about too. I do. We got to touch on. But... We got to touch on fashion too. Don't. Oh, I got yeah. a question. We got something else. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. Hold on a second. Max, let, well, we're going to start tracking this. Max is going to give his – he's going to give his three best dressed and three worst dressed. And I would imagine Adam Scott is going to be on that list almost weekly. I know I know you have some fashion takeaways, but let's, let's get the bullet points on the fashion. <laughs> so, um, I, I'm going to – yes, I'm going to start – officially publishing slash tweeting out a, a list maybe you know gary gary i thought made a good suggestion of top three top three bottom three each week yeah um i don't have i don't have six guys for for us after, after the concession but but I, what i will say is this adam scott continues to dress like he's playing in uh vermont in september okay despite playing in florida and la in february with these, these earth tones and and he's he's like he's like watching Ron Burgundy play golf in 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 a Vermont uh, country house. Yet he's in. <laughs> he's got 80, those whack ass baggy ass pants. He's except it's eighty five degrees in Southern Florida. I don't understand that. That's but I still thought your best. <laughs> Your best Adam Scott takeaway was he was once sponsored by Burberry, and now this guy's out here with floppy pants, dude. Well, so now he actually looking back, this is a little bit unfair because this is just you know styles have changed, but he's always had floppy pants. There was maybe I don't know who sponsored him prior to Uniqlo. There was like a five maybe like to, to eight year run where he was looking solid out there you know everything was fitting right but if you go back to like his burberry his pants were majorly flopping but that was part of that was like you know pour over 90s style so i can't hate too much but like i he like the little bit they showed of him this week i mean he had like a like purpley maroon shirt and black pants going on i don't know if he was wearing that so, you know, the, the high school Scott, gym teacher. 
saga continues and you know it doesn't need to be all hate you know there's there's guys out there who bring it every every tournament and i will tell you i will tell you or i you can guess who do you guys rory think kills it boom i don't even need to rory is my top ranked dressed player on tour i'm gonna go ahead and say uh maybe not because he's well dressed brooks kepka yeah he's just a hot guy I mean, on top of like him being well dressed, he's just a good looking man. He's, I mean, he's, he's diesel. He's popping out of the shirt. He is diesel. And he's thick. Like you look at him, you're like, damn, he's a thick boy. Yeah. He's, I mean, you know, like I kind of hate when they say like, oh, he's an athlete. Like, yeah, dude, he's a professional golfer. Like he's an athlete. Like that guy looks like he could play like eight other professional sports. Like looking like Tiger in his prime. Tiger looked like he'd be a free safety in the NFL at one point. Um, Nike, look, Nike just has their guys looking good for the most part, like, except the Masters. Those Masters colors were they oh, went that was that they was, went with earth tones at the Masters, and it wasn't good. Was not good. We had right a brown. We had like a hazel. We had a, a maroon. It was weirdly bad. But it was bad. Nike's usually solid, and Roy's usually out there. Jason Day solid. usually has a good look. Finau usually has a pretty good look. Except, I'm, I'm, except sometimes he rocks like a like a weird ass solid. Like he'll just like rock. A, I don't know, bright red shirt and a bright red hat with like white pants and look like a candy cane out there. <laughs> the white pants thing is it, you know, who loves white pants is Justin Thomas, big white pant guy, Justin Thomas. And I'll tell you this, I don't know what he's wearing, what, who's making his clothes right now since he got dropped by Ralph, yeah. but he looks better. Yeah. <laughs> his pants actually fit. They did not I, uh, fit with Ralph. I'll, I'll put this take out there. I don't think I'm a fan of the rope hat. Oh, I'm big on the rope hat. Yeah, I know you are. I just think I, you know, it's not me. It wouldn't be a me look. Yeah, it's rare. I actually not even. I'm not even positive it looks good on me. I just like it. Yeah, that's fine. I'm a, you know me. I'm a big. Uh, I like the. Tr- I like the trucker look. The trucker hat look with the snapback. I definitely can't rock the trucker. It's the hat most anymore, comfortable, sadly, to me. Um, PJ, you got a golf question or do you not? I can't remember what you said. No, I got one. Okay, let me hear it. All right, here's the. So obviously. It was going to be last week, but we all went a little long-winded. The playoff happened and between Homa and uh, Big Tone. I'm not even going to pronounce sure. it. There you go. Big Tone. But Big I just was like wondering for you guys, what would you guys change? Not actually a golf question what I want to learn. I just want to know, what would you guys do differently about playoffs in golf? I just want to know if you Minimum think three holes. Could, could change. The sudden death's a lot of fun. Good question, PJ. But – I almost feel like it should be minimum three holes, a three, a four, and a five, and that's how you have to finish. Now, there is a logistical concern. Sure. To where if you have these tournaments ending late, I think three holes probably works, though, Gary. Like, I think in most cases there's enough light for three holes. But then what happens if you tie? Does it go to sudden death then? Yeah. Oh, chip off? Yeah, I was going to say. There is like something. Longest drive something? tournament. Something in the bunker where you start in the bunker and you just go. No, no. I, I actually do like there's I think there's a couple of them where they just keep playing 18 until someone wins. I There's a variety out there and actually maybe something worth brushing up on because there's there's several different playoff formats out there. And we sort of we touched on the U.S. Open one a couple of weeks ago, which is no longer the 18 hole playoff on Monday, which was epic. And I, yeah. in my opinion, was like the most badass. The problem is it's the, it's, it is the best, but you can't watch it. Like everyone has to go no, back to work on sucked. that Monday. So it was like, damn, <laughs> yeah. I can't watch this awesome golf matchup that's happening. It's totally illogical and, and what have you. But man. That's how you that's how you crown a champion. Yeah. So the playoff is interesting. I 
I feel like there's a decent amount who will be like, all right, you go out. It's like you play, what do you play, like 19 and or 9 and 18 or something like that. There's like that format I've heard, or you play 10 and 18 to come back in. It also depends on where the holes are on the golf course. I think that it, right. they, they sort of keep it close. It makes you know, a lot of sense to play one, nine, and 18 if you really – and 10. Those are the four holes that are going to be close right. to the clubhouse. I don't know if I can actually say what I would change, PJ, because there's a couple of different formats out there. I actually – I think I actually like Sudden Death yeah. just because it's obviously like – you know, exciting. I think Gary's point about the three hole club that is now what the U.S. Open is and potentially what the British Open is. Possibly, we 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 should look into that. But um, yeah, I think the three hole playoff is definitely cool. But you're not wrong. Where there is something, there's something about the sudden death where if the guy shanks the drive, you know it's over. But like you, you want them both getting there with an opportunity to putt for birdie and the first guy to hit it. Like you want that pressure putt to come. Yeah, it's it's a good question, PJ. I'm, I'm kind of okay with. I like it how it's different. Scenarios. It's like a major league ballpark. Every field's different. Yeah, I just yeah. thought it'd be an interesting question because I know every time that I watch a sport like the NFL or the NBA, I always think of or NHL, like it, how oh, they change NHL's. I, I I know well, it's the NHL. They just have to finish games, but you know, I know it's different for you saying like how baseball changed it this year, and I love the rule in baseball, and I'm going to get too much into it. How they start now at second base. Like, I, oh, love I hate that. that. I well, think that's it's in the tenth inning, though. I mean, it's in the tenth no, inning. Though, it's ridiculous. Right? Uh, I, yeah, I mean, another, another, another conversation. Not, another, another conversation. Time. Off, the, the, air, the one that the needs air. the worst is football. Needs like, you, you could still win on a coin toss in football. So yeah, football's brutal. It's a little ridiculous. All um, right, well, good, good general conversation. A lot of golf. Max and I are hitting the course this week. Maybe we'll get some pictures out. If there's an eight, we'll talk about it. We'll get some transfusions with the boys after. Maybe a little post round breakdown. But we will be back next yeah. week. Yeah. Um, next week, big week, players championship. Kind yep. of the major biggest purse on tour. Did not know that fifteen million dollar purse next week. Um, and yeah. we're getting it's another week closer to the Masters. This is the golf season about to get going, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So stick with us, and we'll talk to you next week. Yeah.